You are listening to Three Kitchens Podcast, a member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. We release a new episode every Tuesday. Come join us for a new recipe and a good story. This episode of Three Kitchens Podcast is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. Even if you're a busy business owner with more meetings than hours in a day, you are calm and collected when your group benefit plan is taken care of by Alberta Blue Cross. Your employees can manage their own health, dental, life, and disability coverage online, anytime, on any device, making it easier for them and for you. To learn more and explore your options, head to ab.bluecross.ca. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Three Kitchens Podcast. I am your host, Erin Walker, and I am joined by the beautiful and talented Heather Dyer and oh, Sarah wow. Soma Syndrome. Hello. 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 Good morning. You can say that because nobody can see us. Yes. Oh, yeah. In our pajamas. It's okay. Bedhead. Look at our what's happening. Our pictures tell it all. We, are, <laughs> we, can, we can really shine up nice. Yes. <laughs> When there's Photoshop involved. Thank you, filters. Yes. Thank you. Anyway, how are you ladies today? Good. Pretty good. I really like my commute to work. Oh, yeah. I think it's a Get out of bed, sit in a different chair. Yeah. I move from my bed to my chair. It's pretty fantastic. And uh, and then I get to say hi to you. Mm-hmm. I was going to tell you guys this little story that I heard a while ago. So I listened to this podcast called The Gilded Gentleman, mm-hmm. and it's hosted by an historian who's, who specializes in New York of the, in the Gilded Age. And of course, I don't know exactly what those years were, but think like late 1800s, early 1900s. They called it the Gilded Age because it was like super fancy. These people with the money, the Astors, the Rockefellers, all those. Mm-hmm folks with like too much money and very <laughs> right over the top spending like ridiculous parties all that kind of stuff you had like to be the statues and fountains in their house people yeah. with money to blow and burn through and that have a reputation that want to impress. to maintain <laughs> mm. yes so there is a story i listened to on one of the episodes and it's about this dinner party that one of these millionaires through and uh it was in 1903 this guy named ckg billings you know he's fancy yeah Yeah, you know he's fancy when he just goes by his three initials his name is actually cornelius kingsley garrison billings so if that were your name you'd probably go by your initial too (laughs) anyway he was he i believe he owned like an oil company or something but Mm -hmm. he was a real horse racing fanatic Mm -hmm. and so he wanted to have this big fancy um dinner party so he rented a ballroom in manhattan and he brought in horses for the guests to sit on while they had their dinner uh what Uh, is this the smartest move i don't think Uh, so because we've seen them poop mm -hmm. uh so i'm guessing i mean i don't know i can't remember if on the gilded gentleman he described that level of detail but i would think there was some kind of poop catcher yeah (laughs) pooper scooper like pooper scooper or like maybe they wore some put something on the horses right. to, I have I don't know but it would be smelly you'd think to be mm. eating with horses 
-hmm. even if they're not pooping where do you put your plate if they're like moving around like (laughs) my mane has fallen into the mane oh my (laughs) (laughs) apparently we're british now too oh dear okay there's a fifth Mm. avenue restaurant called sherry's that had a ballroom Mm. and Guests wore black and oh, white dear. evening wear. Dear Lord. And they didn't know until they got there that they would be sitting on horses. Those poor women with those big, big dresses. Whatever is lady. Yeah, like. and would they have been sitting side saddle? I, I don't know. Yeah, it was decorated with fake turf plants, painted scenery that looked like the English countryside. And instead of tables, the guests mounted live horses, which came up in the freight elevator. They went up an elevator. Uh-huh. I was picturing a main floor ballroom for this. Sorry. And apparently <laughs> there were table trays mounted on the saddles. Ah, there, there's oh. your answer. <laughs> yeah. Would you like to know what they ate or do you? Yes, of okay. course. All right. We're there, we're there with them. I'm well, in my, <laughs> my formal gown right now. A little bit pissed off that I have to sit on a horse, but I want to know what I'm going to eat. Okay, so they had caviar and turtle soup. In the shell? In the shell, I, don't I hope. Know, but how? <laughs> Possibly. It would be very um, precarious on the horse. What if the horse shifted its weight? Well, you know? yeah. what if the turtle shell didn't have a flat bottom and it kind of was wobbly? Well, yeah, it wouldn't, would it? Yeah. Okay, they also the had, um, I don't know how to pronounce this in French, but truth. Truit? I don't know how to, I should look that up. Oh, bleu, which is trout. I don't know how to say trout in French. It's Blue trout. Truit au bleu, which is, it says you cook the trout while it is super fresh and you dunk it in vinegar, which results in a blue purple colored fish. Mm-hmm. Served with a green herb sauce, it would have been visually striking if hard to eat on horseback. <laughs> Well, I mean, anything's going to be hard to eat on horseback. Did they have a trout pond? Did you Listen, get to fish your trout with a fishing from your rod. horse? And then it was cooked fresh and you dipped it in vinegar and voila! Voila. I like how your um, Julia Child voice just came out. Is that what that was? Oh. I don't think so, but there have been other stories. Oh. This The Gilded Gentleman, if you're interested in this sort of time period and the weird wacky foods and stuff, he's got some great episodes where they go into detail about food and recipe books and chefs and really interesting stuff. Mm. Um, and they did have shit like that, like a pond in the middle that they built in the middle of their dining room with swans swimming in it while you're eating and like all kinds of weird, wacky stuff. Oh, good grief. Okay. They also had rack of lamb, guinea hens, um, asparagus with hollandaise, flambéed peaches. Oh, flambé. I hope that wasn't burning on the back of the horse. <gasps> like That sounds scary. God. Um, they also, of course, had champagne, scotch, and soda. So they were probably drunk by the time they got off. Man, those. that's a long fall from your bar <laughs> Well, you know what? They say when you fall off a horse when you're drunk. <laughs> they say. What do they say, Sarah? You probably would land a little better because your body's all relaxed. I think you'd still hurt yourself. Pretty sure you're still like cracking your skull. Nobody said that. that. I'm just saying that. And I just blamed it on they. Oh, okay. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So there were 32 attendees. So you can picture this big ballroom, 32 horses with people on them. That's a lot of poop. Attendees also received sterling silver horseshoes inscribed with the menu as a souvenir. Shut up. Okay, that's pretty. Okay. (laughs) Did somebody find one of these sterling silver, like 
There would be 32 of them. They never Apparently surfaced. they've never surfaced. Somewhere somebody's got one in a box from their relative who You know it. it. And doesn't Someone's even know what it is probably. It doesn't even know. Yeah. yeah. It would be quite a thing to travel back in time and be fancy enough and yeah. cool enough. You have to be cool enough. You have to be rich. Yeah, where's the, the invitation to the parties of today that we're not getting invited to, ladies? Who's having those parties? <laughs> People have parties and we're not being invited. Well, I'm bummed now. Sorry. <laughs> okay. So then, <clears throat> may I? <laughs> you have been invited to Aaron's Ooh. backyard party. Yay. Less horses. Oh, sorry. Well, I'm going to bring the horses in for you, but I'm going to try and fancy it up. And let's have a little backyard um, soiree. Backyard. I'm in. Under the apple in the orchard. Oh, in my, yes. in my orchard. Next to the trampoline, which has taken over the orchard. <laughs> With some delicate <laughs> lighting via Christmas lights oh, very that nice. I shall string up in my tree. Oh, and, that uh, nice. We're going to have a <clears throat> something a little fancier. Bring it. Can it All compare right. to a horse? No. <laughs> no, no horses at this okay. fancy soiree. Okay. But I think this is a fancy little appy that maybe mm. we can enjoy with some bubblies. Uh, I'm going to try and make something from the garden. The zucchinis in my backyard are growing. <laughs> I think they're four feet tall now. It is wow. ridiculous. It nice. is gigantic. And while I like to cook with zucchini all the time, I've heard that you can cook with a zucchini blossom or that bright yellow flower yes. that zucchinis have. I've always wanted to try them, but I've never Always wanted mm -hmm. to try them. Super curious about it. Well, guess I'm, what, Heather? You're about to try. Now's my chance. I'm good enough for this party. I'm cool enough to be invited to this party. Yes. It's <laughs> going to be a party or it's going to be a whole bunch of um, me swearing over a hot pot of oil. Oh, oh either no. or it's going to be fun. Is that how you make them? <laughs> I didn't know so, they were fried. I think I didn't realize they are fried. Yet. Okay. So I'm going to make stuffed zucchini blossoms. And I found mm. this recipe from our friend, Chef Dennis Litley. He no has a recipe for stuffed zucchini blossoms. Hey, Dennis. Hey, Chef Dennis. Hello, Chef Dennis. So I thought we'd give a shout out and a hi to him. Mm -hmm. He got this recipe or was inspired to write it uh, from his visits to Rome. Oh, is that where this type of thing originated? A lot of the recipes I find and people talking about them is Italian stuff. Oh, so. Okay, cool. They've got this figured out. He's got a recipe here where you mix together ricotta cheese, uh, Romano cheese, and mozzarella cheese, an egg, salt and pepper, and some garlic. What is Romano cheese? I don't think I'm familiar with that. Um, so it sounds like it's like a type of Parmesan cheese. So oh. I'm going to sub with Parmesan. <laughs> okay. Yeah. But it's like a hard, long cured cheese, it sounds okay. like. I think you can get like Parmigiano Romano and Parmigiano Reggiano and Parmigiano oh, yes. blah, blah, blah. So right. I think okay, I get it. Yep. if all my great Italian is helping you out there. <laughs> I just want you to say all the Italian words. That's all I'm here for. Because <laughs> I can't say them either, so. So all those cheeses and yummy stuff you're going to put into like a piping bag mm -hmm. and you're going to fill up each little blossom. I'm going to say maybe a tablespoon or so. You don't want a ton of cheese in here. It's not a right. huge, gigantic thing. And then we're going to make a really thin batter with eggs, milk, flour, uh, more Parmesan cheese and some like basil or parsley. Mm. And you're going to dip that filled flour into your batter and then you're going to fry it. 
in oil until it's crispy. Mm. And then voila, you may serve. This sounds delicious. Yes. I'm super excited about this. So the batter that he has, has flour in it. I would like to try making some gluten-free ones. I'm going to make two types of batter. I'm going to make one with the flour. I'm going to make the other one with cornstarch and Ooh. see how that okay. differs. Because it right. sounds like any frying batter you can make with cornstarch or flour interchangeably, one-to-one. So I'm going to make half of them with flour, half of them with cornstarch, and right. hopefully nice. compare the two and see what we like better. I would imagine the cornstarch one would be nice and crispy. Crispy. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be crispier. So mm-hmm. I'm kind I of know, excited I'm about curious, that. how many blossoms do you have in your garden? I don't know. They're all hidden <laughs> beneath the greenery. <laughs> <laughs> um, this recipe says 12 to 15 zucchini blossoms for this. Oh, wow. So um, hopefully I can make six of each. Um, something that I read online was that you should try and use the male flowers because if you pluck off the female flowers, you don't get zucchinis. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Okay. It's fairly easy to tell the difference between the two. I will take a photo of this when I do my harvesting as I crawl into the jungle that is my zucchini plant. <laughs> it really <laughs> is a jungle in uh, I can just see Aaron's her backyard. crawling on her hands and knees through the plant and I go... It's unreal right now back there. That's great. I can't even describe to you. I remember Erin going um, (laughs) on a camping trip or some trip and I went in to water her Mm. plants. And the next time I went in, I took my husband because I'm like, oh my God, it's a freaking jungle. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. (laughs) So we both tackled your gorgeous garden. It's a bit overwhelming. No, it's very cool. We've had so much heat Mm -hmm. and as long as you water, things grow. Mm -hmm. And we've just been lucky the last couple years of having awesome crops. Well, lucky for us, you have a great garden because we can eat zucchini flowers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I have a question about these zucchini stuffed zucchini flowers or? Stuffed zucchini blossoms. Blossoms. So zucchini blossoms can be quite large. Mm-hmm. Right. So can you do you use the entire thing for one of these recipes? So I think you want to pick them about hand size. Oh, OK. I believe it sort of looks like you want them not to be fully open. OK. So right. that you can put your filling in and then just kind of dip it. Yeah. Fry it. It's an appetizer, right? So you don't want a giant big thing you have to eat with a knife and a fork. <laughs> right, right. Mm-hmm. All right. So this your invitations. Exciting. Are in the mail. What are they going to come on? Like horseshoes, or like it would? I guess it's not a horseshoe. <laughs> so what would they come on? Like a flower, a pressed. I'm going to inscribe Ooh, your invitation meat. on a zucchini. Oh, oh, a zucchini itself. A zucchini itself, and then I'm just gonna. But then we'll cook it up, and then we'll forget like what she wrote on it. <laughs> oh dang. Uh, <laughs> a perishable invitation. This invitation will self-destruct in your pan. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Oh, right. I have one more question. Oh, ask away. I'm not sure if you even know, but hmm. are zucchini blossoms something you can buy? Like you don't see them at the store. They say that you can buy them at like an Italian market. So oh, I haven't sourced okay. to look, but maybe at Lina's or right. Il Chianti's got that uh, Italian. And I market take it they'll be it. seasonal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Maybe the farmer's market. Honestly, if you know someone who has a zucchini plant, you'll probably have enough zucchini blossoms to go hog wild with because they're anything Thanks. like mine. They're super prolific and they just go nuts. So this is a good one for people to remember for next season because by the time this episode comes out, it will be past kind of zucchini blossom season. Mm -hmm. But it's a good one to have in mind and keep yeah. kind of planning ahead for it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll let you know if you should even bother. See? Yeah, <laughs> let's do that first. We'll do all the legwork so that come spring, you'll know you want to plant zucchini because they're yeah. pretty easy to grow in any garden bed. All you need is the seeds, plant them, they sprout, water them, and then they go wild. And yeah. Sounds delicious. Can't wait. Grazie. Grazie. <laughs> Ciao, Bella. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. You're supposed to say that in Italian. Oh boy. Mamma mia. <laughs> <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by The Pulse. Want to start your day informed? Check out The Pulse, Taproot's daily news briefing. The Pulse tells you what you need to know about Edmonton every weekday morning. You'll get short, informative updates about what's happening at City Hall, plus coverage of business, tech, food, the arts, and more. You'll also get a little bit of whimsy from features such as a moment in history and the weekly podcast pick and it's free sign up today at taprootedmonton.ca slash pulse that's taprootedmonton.ca slash pulse all right well friends welcome back to stuffed zucchini blossoms i have to say that uh this was a delightful little evening that we had it was mm -hmm. hanging out in your backyard mm -hmm. under the apple trees Next to the trampoline. <laughs> nice weather. The yeah. ambiance was all there, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we Actually, had a, a lot of places to take nice pictures. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was nice doing it. I felt horribly disorganized, but we got through it. But Heather and I <laughs> sat there. Erin was like running around getting stuff done. Heather and I just sat there and chatted. Waited for her drinks. to serve us. <laughs> There you go. I was just kind of a chicken with my head cut off that Ooh. night. I was not was not well organized for this. However, Somehow you made it, it all work. came together. It came together for sure. So I found quite a few zucchini blossoms in my zucchini plant, but not as many as I sort of thought there might be. But I got both the male flowers and the female flowers and you can tell the difference. The female flowers have little tiny zucchinis that are starting to grow underneath them, whereas the male flower is just on a stem. They're smaller than I thought they were going to be. Yeah, they're kind of bite-sized. Yeah, because I, I think usually I, I didn't grow zucchini this year, but I always picture them open. Yes. And they're quite large. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, but these were like closed and small. Yeah, exactly. Using our recipe from Chef Dennis here, I used the ricotta cheese. I substituted Parmesan for the Romano cheese and then mozzarella, an egg, salt and pepper, and some powdered garlic. And so just mix that all together. It was really easy. Just popped it in a piping bag. Mm -hmm. And then I uh, made two different types of batter. And so I just kind of halved the recipe that he has here. I made one batter with the flour and one with the cornstarch. And I successfully made it so that I knew which was which by the end of this. <laughs> <laughs> they both looked almost identical. So it was mm -hmm. really hard to try and remember who's who but we got there and so on the side burner of the barbecue i was able to heat up my dutch oven 
with uh what do you think like half an inch of oil in the bottom of it yeah it wasn't a lot i would even say i could have gone less maybe and just more pan fried it but this gave it a little more of a deep fry mm -hmm. and so i used my piping bag to just fill up each little flour and dipped it in the batter and then tossed it in the hot oil and fried it up and served it up and that is really all there is to say about it. the <laughs> method of making is that it's very simple really it was really simple I, you know this is the first recipe that i've chewed off this year and so it's always a little bit of like a panic when you get in the kitchen you're like oh my god how do I do this again but it was pretty easy nice mm -hmm. yeah. good way to start and we enjoyed it all together yes so I mean yes that's nice too honestly I think it didn't matter what I made well maybe a bit but no not really <laughs> yeah. we were just happy we to... just got to hang out I know <laughs> but we were lucky because it was fancy and like yeah. something we'd never eaten before something different to do if you're mm -hmm. gonna get together and have this you wouldn't want to make a huge batch of it because i don't think it would hold up but even if you made this and then like popped it in your oven or your toaster oven and like just warmed it up and got it crisp when you went to serve people i think this would have held up fine as like a fancy appetizer mm -hmm. very yeah. fancy i think it would be kind of cool going somewhere someone's house and this is what they served you and you're like what is this yeah and it's yeah. it's cheese in a flower how how cool is that it is cool how often do you eat flowers really yeah, yeah. As, except as like a garnish on something maybe yeah yeah can we talk about what we thought of it yeah, yeah. are please, you ready please <laughs> i am we didn't really talk about like we all kind of commented about it but we try our best not to like give our full breakdown until we record so that it's you know, you're getting our honest opinion. So yeah. I may not have gotten your honest opinion that night. So please throw it my way. <laughs> it was hard not to um, just, I think we talked more about it than maybe we planned on talking about it in advance, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was so cool that the flower, like you almost think a flower petal would like disintegrate or something. Like it seems so fragile that when mm -hmm. you put it in the heat, what's it gonna do? But the batter was, even though it was kind of thin, it was enough to just like coat it. Mm -hmm. and yeah. It kept its shape and you could still tell that it was like this blossom. And I just thought it was really cool how it acted, like it kept its shape and the filling stayed inside. I think there was only one that kind of leaked out a little bit. It was very pretty. Yeah, it's beautiful and tasty. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like, it wasn't an overpowering taste. Like it was just very like subtle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wasn't too sure like what, like sometimes we've, eaten flowers like the nasturtiums that we've snacked mm -hmm. on and like it's a very strong flavor and i was like oh is this yeah. gonna be like a really intense like mm -hmm. zucchini, zucchini or flowery flavor. kind of flavor but mm -hmm. i thought it was like nice and mild and yeah. balanced and yeah even the stem the little stem parts were yeah. mild so my favorite were definitely the female ones because then you got the little extra zucchini at the end yeah um mm -hmm. and then very pretty as as heather said i think these are awesome to serve up to someone unfortunately i don't think they'll travel well yeah, but yeah, as you said sure. you could crisp it up in someone's oven or i don't know how that would be but i think it was so cool the cornstarch one was crispier oh, yeah. that's Ooh. what we found and the all-purpose flour one was tastier yeah so I would go with the tastier almost because that crisp kind of goes away after a while. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah. I thought it was, yeah, just just do the flour. Yeah. If you can eat no the gluten, ones. 
Yeah. Gluten tastes good. Yeah. <laughs> it does. <laughs> but the yeah, other ones fun. tasted great too. The cornstarch yeah, yeah. ones were really good. So just because they just had didn't a have comparison. as much flavor for yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah for whatever reason and I thought yeah I wasn't sure what that was going to be like but yeah it was nice knowing you could do it both ways mm-hmm. yeah it's good to have an alternate it's nice when you can actually find something that works yeah I really liked making it with the little zucchinis yeah and I think anyone who grows zucchinis knows that you always have more than enough zucchinis it's not like you're oh no am I going to get enough zucchinis off my plant like it's always like I have too right. many zucchinis so harvesting them when they're like little and they've got the flower on it still. It, you're still getting that zucchini and the flower and then mm-hmm. the little extra. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. those ones a lot too. I would agree. Yeah. Well, it's really cool. That's one for the books. Thanks for coming over. Thank you, muchos. Muchos. I'm sorry that it was kind of felt hectic for you because it was, it was very relaxing very and relaxing. for us. To just... And perfect weather yeah. too. I took my my blanket to put over me and I didn't even use it. Yeah, it we was were a having nice a drink. Night. We were guess what else we had with our delicious stuffed flour. Mm. Yeah, we also kicked off our, our speakeasy yeah. with a delicious sparkling tarragon lemonade with gin. With tarragon from Erin's garden. So yeah, it was with- like the whole garden experience. She was running yeah. into the garden picking tarragon to put into the lemonade as we I were I was doing terrible lounging while we yeah. were doing this. Yeah. <laughs> so tune in yeah she kept coming up to us and apologizing and saying i'm sorry and and we're just like sipping on this delicious drink and we're like yeah take your time we've got nowhere to go nobody's getting up to help her we're just drinking we're like our kids aren't here no we did we did offer to help you we were hoping she would say what she said which was no okay let's let's not even pretend that wasn't the case yeah, so if you're looking for something tasty out of your garden or you just have some tarragon and or you want a delicious gin. drink or you some gin in your cabinet, go check it out. Check out our speakeasy episode. Check it out. Check it out. Okay. okay. Ciao, ladies. <laughs> See you next time. And now for the fine print. Join us over on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest, and on our website at threekitchenspodcast.com. And remember, when you like, follow, subscribe, and review, it helps more people find us. Thank you so much for listening. Mamma mia!